Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Coming up on TMS PM, taste the carpet to be sure. Do Destructor, that must be a hotel room. There's a hotel art. I'm sorry, you are at a Taco Bell. How gritty was my clam? Wine Karens, the whiniest Karens. What kind of a pile are you looking at? App time, your quick questions and more on this episode of TMS PM. This is the morning stream, but it's not in the morning, it's at night. TMS PM. It's not actually true. It is in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. TMS AM in the PM in the AM. In the AM, yeah. We, we had to switch things around. We'll explain that in a minute, but welcome to the PM edition of the show, dear patrons. Thanks for your support of the show. Uh, that is why you get this episode. I'm Scott Johnson here in Salt Lake City. And, of course, Brian currently in San Francisco, California, or thereabouts. What's going on, man? What are you doing? Yeah, just north of San Francisco in a town called Larkspur. Um, If you're familiar, so basically if you cross the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco, you go north. And then you continue on. You pass Sausalito. You um, pass Mill Valley. And then you get to Larkspur and um, uh, some, some beautiful... Really, this might be the most beautiful part of California, um, this area north of San Francisco. Oh, it's nice. beautiful rolling hills, fog just kind of cresting over the hills, yeah. um, the little inlets and marinas, and um, uh, everything's green. Uh, and everything, I think, cost $3.5 million. <laughs> uh, every house, you know, we were like, oh, wow, look at that house. And, and you know, one of Chris Brown's brothers like, oh, yeah, that's like a three, three and a half million dollar house. Damn. Like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go get some pizza. How much is that pizza? Uh, three and a half million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cost of living out there, a little out of control. A little, little, little high. But, yeah. uh, but man, it is beautiful. And. We set foot in San Francisco for for a little bit yesterday. We took the ferry rather than driving, and well, we don't have a car because uh, we, we borrowed one of uh, Chris Brown's brother's cars on 
Friday, we didn't have access to it yesterday. So we took the ferry. Ferry is great. I took the ferry from Larkspur into the port of San Francisco, went right by Alcatraz. I took a picture of it for you. Oh, nice. Um, I I don't think I sent it to you, but uh, I need to. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, And uh, um, I went down Fisherman's Wharf, got some clam chowder and some sourdough bread and some oysters on the half shell. Did the clam chowder have sand in it? Because mine did zero zero sand. It was the it was uh, fantastic clam chowder. Damn it! Why did I get sand when I was there? Be, because it's a, there's like a twenty five percent chance that you're going to get sand. If you roll a if you roll a one or a two, uh, you're going to get sand. Damn it! Well, yeah. I'm not a fan of the sand, and so no, you, you no. Lucky. you've stayed away from you've stayed away from clam chowder for that reason. Yeah, I don't. I will rarely eat it, and when I do, I have to ask questions <laughs> like, yeah, "Yeah, where have your clams been? How fresh are these?" I know you weirdos on the on the East Coast think it's good to have <laughs> sand in it, so you better tell me right now: is there sand in this? That's like I go through that every time. But, yeah, it's uh, really awkward when you uh, you know you ask how are the clams, and they reply, "Um, sir, you're at a Taco Bell." <laughs> <laughs> but then I would say, no, I maintain this question. How are the clams? <laughs> how, are the, how are your clams? How are your clams doing? Well, um, anyway, so well, that's last, great. That's fun. That's fun to go to the the, the old, or the touristy stuff. Actually, going to San Francisco, and we, yeah. it was a very touristy thing. We walked all the way down the Embarcadero to um, the Buena Vista, which is a, uh, a restaurant known for two things. Yeah. Number one, right there in the name, it's got an incredible view of San Francisco Bay. It's up on it's up on one of the hills in San Francisco, and it, you just look straight out yeah. and see San Francisco Bay and Alcatraz and the Golden Gate Bridge and the fog rolling in. Except because of COVID times, so um, uh, with COVID going on, they had to switch to a lot of outdoor seating, which means that they and because it's kind of cool in San Francisco. Like Mark Twain says, the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. <laughs> That's great. Um, that view is blocked now by um, plastic, uh, a plastic room that they oh. created. Like basically, you know, what we're now calling outdoor seating. But prior to the pandemic, what we would have called um, a, 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 a hot zone quarantine room. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So wait a minute. So, so like, can it? But it obscures the view now. You can't. It totally, it totally obscures the view. So oh, one of their dude. two most prominent, they are the things you go to the Buena Vista for is no longer there. The other thing you go to the Buena Vista for is Irish coffee. They're known for having the best Irish coffee. Mm. And um, uh, so our plan was to go there, then hook up with uh, with one of Chris Brown's brothers and his his uh, former partner. And then go back into Larkspur to meet up with his other brother and do a little party last night. Yeah. Um, we got to the Buena Vista and there was a line out the door. Those Irish coffees, uh, super popular. And I'm not going to wait in the line for <laughs> coffee, whiskey, whipped cream, and sugar. It's, yeah. it's all, you know, I don't need it. Yeah. So we continued on, met up with the brother, made our way back to Larkspur. And... Um, had a really a really good evening, you know, by, uh, mixing drinks, sitting out there in his in his backyard with uh, uh, some some chairs, just a, a handful of us talking stories about Chris Brown playing. Uh, Chris Brown brought out his ukulele and he's playing some music for us. And uh, that's great. And then we decide in in the town of Larkspur, which is a block away from his brother's house, the the, the main street. Yeah. There is something called the downtown wine stroll. Mm. And um, that sounds ibbit uh, as hell to me. It's so ibbit, everything. <laughs> and basically, it's all of these people setting up all of these local vineyards, setting up little tables with their with their wines, 
Um, you buy a glass at the entrance and then you just walk down the street um, and they fill fill your glass. Yeah. Um, we we didn't do any of that. I mean, we walked down, we did the stroll, but we didn't uh, we didn't want to spend the money on getting a wine glass. And the big reason why is because every table was filled with wine Karens. Oh. It's like, like <laughs> now where are your grapes sourced locally? <laughs> Can I try another one of the, another glass of Pinot Noir? <laughs> oh man, wine Karens sound like the worst Karens. They are they are the worst Karens, and so. There, there wasn't even a table where we would have been able, had we purchased a glass, been able to step up and try some. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, as we're heading, uh, as we're actually, as we are heading out, um, where Chris Brown's brother lives, it's right on one of these beautiful sloping hills. Yeah. And there's, um, uh, it's, it's kind of on an alley that's still used as a street. It's, it's paved. It's not like gravel or anything like that. It's smoothly paved, but it's bisected by, um, a small, a small street, right? Yeah. A suburban uh, residential street sure. that that no one seems to be driving on right now, which is a good thing, because on this sloping alleyway, a bunch of kids are on longboards, flying like going faster, faster than any other longboard I've ever seen. These these kids are starting at the top of the hill, they're propelling, and then they are going down the hill with tremendous amounts of speed. Wow, and only a couple of a couple of them are wearing helmets, but they are freaking flying. They get down to the hill, and you hear this like grind noise of them, you know, stopping the brakes and stuff. And um, but they don't even have a guy who's sitting there uh, at the street saying, "Hold on, car coming" or anything like that. They're just kind of assuming that there's no car coming, and I don't even know what happens if there is. <laughs> right. Standing standing next to us on the street is a local. Um, got his dog, and he says. Yeah, you know, these kids are just flying. I, I let them actually uh, borrow a couple of my longboards. Man, but they, I've never seen anybody go as fast as this. Dude, you need to be wearing a helmet, man. <laughs> Bro, you gotta wear a helmet. Go wait for your friend to come back up and then take his helmet and then go and then go back down. Like, <laughs> thanks, dude. Uh, good meeting you. We're going to head on down to the uh, uh, to this local bar. That's fantastic. And as we're walking away, Chris yeah. Brown's brother says, "Hey, you know who that was?" And I said, "No, who was that, dude? That's Lisa Kudrow's brother." What? <laughs> yes, Wait. longboard dude. Wait longboard dude here in Larkspur is Lisa Kudrow's brother. <laughs> it's not actually his brother, her brother, right? Is it's it? not. It's her actual brother. Her actual. Her actual half brother. They share a dad. Okay. I'm not talking about Giovanni Ribisi. No, 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 I'm no. not talking about <laughs> Phoebe Buffay's brother. Right, right, right. Not the character, but but the but the but the actor. That's crazy. So he just kind of hangs <laughs> around there, and everybody knows that they're half half siblings. That's uh, apparently, well, he's he's um, just a couple houses down from uh, from uh, Pat Brown, so that's how he knows. He's like, oh yeah, that's that's Lisa Kudrow's brother. I know him. He's he's kind of he's kind of nuts. That's great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's a great thing that you ran into for just kind of a random. It is, yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> he can now say you met. I met Sigourney Weaver's brother, and he was also really weird. So now we have these these stories. There we go. We've met uh, brushes with with uh, siblings of fame, <laughs> and they're all weird. Everyone, and they're all weird. Yeah, that's exactly. amazing. Well, that's cool. So, uh, uh, how late were you out? Were you out partying pretty hard, or what? We, yeah, I took. Um, I, I went ahead and took an Uber back from. Uh, Pat's house back here to the hotel about midnight. So I got back here about 1230, which is 130 where I'm used to being from. Yeah. But 
my body still said, oh, it's 5.30? That means it's 6.30 back home. You need to wake up. <laughs> you still got so, some, some of your clock has still got some Irish cream on it, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's so, great. I, I sounds like yeah. a blast. What a fun little, yeah. uh, you know, sneak away. Is it all, It's over today, right? You fly home today? It's or? over today. We fly, we fly home tonight. So mm. I'm, I'm checking out basically as soon as we're done with the show. I'm zipping up that suitcase. I'm throwing any last things in here. My my this cable that's powering stuff and the uh, um, some stuff around me here that I've got to throw into the suitcase. Zipping it up, checking out, and then heading back over to Pat's house. We're going up to Bolinas. Oh, um, Bolinas. Bolinas, which is the most California sounding name of a city I've ever heard, yeah. and I have no idea where or what Bolinas is, but. What do you oh do? yeah, man. Yeah, bro. We're going up to Bolinas to. Um, <laughs> by the way, they're all from. All of CB's brothers are from from Philly, so none of them talk like this. They don't talk like the local, the local California bros, super bros. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but that's how I would imagine. It's like, oh yeah, we're going up to Bolinas. You know, we're gonna get some crepes up in Bolinas <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> and check out the redwoods, man. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So so um, I was gonna ask you one other thing about it. Oh, there. So all his brothers are just living in California now, and he just—he's just the one in Colorado. Nope, the- uh, he's got uh, two brothers here in California. Yeah, um, a brother back home in Philly, two sisters. Uh, oh, okay. Back home in in Philly. Gotcha. And um, yeah, they're uh, big, you know, big Irish Catholic family. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> they go everywhere is what they do. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. That's part of the yes. deal. <laughs> and it's all you know. It's all it's all your typical Irish Catholic Catholic names: Tony, Anthony, and Christopher, and uh, uh, Michael, and uh, Patrick, yeah. and Mary Beth. And yeah. <laughs> that's that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, everyone was an altar boy. It's it's all good. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much, yes, exactly. Uh, well, that's yeah. great. Uh, no sign of uh, uh, you're you're in Leo Laporte uh, zone out there. Any sign? Yeah, we're not going so far as as going up to Petaluma. Well, I don't know. I don't know how far. Pe- uh, Petaluma is from Bolinas, mm. but um, maybe we'll see the uh, uh, Leo Laporte and his big unit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he sees you, he'll call you this, Brian Ibbotson. He'll call you Brian Ibbotson and uh, talk he about will. my it's unit. True. Yeah, will he mention my unit? If yeah. he does, you have to record it. So I will. Yeah. I will say, uh, hey, you know, you know, I still work with Scott Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah he's got a uh, he's got quite uh, the unit. big uh, unit. <laughs> yeah. Scott Scott Johnson's got quite the yeah he does quite the uh, unit. <laughs> That's the best part. I like the yeah he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> before before he could even finish the sentence. Yeah. Right, he's got quite the yeah he does. Yeah, he oh does. big unit. Oh, I thought you were gonna say uh quite the big podcasting empire. Yeah. Uh-huh. That thing just keeps on giving. All right. Well, I'm glad you're doing good. Safe trip today. Let's get to Thank it. You. We got uh, a couple things. Oh, yeah. I wanted to mention I'm having a bit of a flooding mystery. <clears throat> the reason we didn't do the show yesterday, we were planning on doing one the normal time, not yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Friday. Or Friday. Friday. Day, before, day before yesterday. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it was all planned. Everything was good. And about 20 minutes before that, <clears throat> I'm checking all my stuff, looking at all my wires, make sure the router's good, all the stuff I try to do. And I go into this room, and I'm not wearing shoes. I'm wearing socks. And I step on a chunk of carpet that is very wet. Oh, no. And also, the basement f- smells funny, like kind of not not like sewer but like something's like water's been sitting for a long musty, time like the musty kind of smell yeah and that mm-hmm. may help with this this detective work i need from the chat room uh and and those who hear this uh to know that that it was musty smelling because that may have something to do with how long this water was here but 
Uh, my first reaction is like, oh, crap, flooding of some sort. Because there's a ton of it. There was a ton of water mm-hmm. right there. And mm-hmm. it was a big swath of that part of the carpet. And it was near the uh, the room that has the, you know, the furnace and the freaking water heater stuff mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. So the I boiler. thought, yeah. mm-hmm. I thought, well, we used to have water heaters, but we last year got those out and in their place put in this uh, real time one. So it never stores water. It just heats it as you go. That's a long story. And it works really well. And we really <laughs> like it. But it but it should mean no big surprises on leaky water moments, right? Like, assuming the guy did it right, it should be fine. So I check in there immediately. Everything's dry as a bone in there. No issues. All good. So it didn't come from in there where all the water piping crap is. I checked up into the walls, poked my head in the ceiling of my office so I could see even further in there. No water damage and or water present anywhere in the roof area or dripping hmm. down walls or, or anything. Of None of that. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. right? So I'm scrambling like, is it coming? Do you have a um, Do you have a sump, like a sump hole or a sump? No. Uh, okay. Our old house did. We don't have one here, thankfully. Okay. The old house had problems with that freaking sump pump thing all the time. I hated it. I wonder if it, if it somehow came up from, instead of coming down from someplace else, if it came up from somewhere. That's interesting. Well, that's what we. Were, so, so that was my next thought. I'm like, well, is something mm-hmm. seeping up through cement? Like, I don't know yeah, how cement yeah. is there. But yeah. then I thought, well, it wouldn't be just this one little square area. So we spent most of our time mm. to, trying to find the source. In the meantime, I'm, you know, putting down, um, what do you call it, a baking soda to kind of mm. soak mm-hmm. up whatever's there. And then we're going to use the, the carpet cleaner thing and try to suck it all up and all that. Yeah. So yeah. all the things that you do. But, uh, okay, so here are the clues that I have so far. It smells like it's been there a while. Mm-hmm. And that maybe we just noticed it because now that I think about it, it this, may have. This is an area you don't usually walk through. Correct. Very low traffic okay. area. Don't mm-hmm. go there. And when I do, it's maybe I'm in a hurry and I might even have shoes on then, and I wouldn't notice if I had shoes on. So mm-hmm. it's possible it's been there a while. Possibility number two, and so that so that okay. So so then we're back to when was that installed? End of July. Yeah. Is it possible that dude spilled a crap ton on his way out with the old tanks? And didn't say anything, and it's been there that long. Maybe, maybe. No, it would have. It would have. I would have thought it, it would have started stinking way before. For sure. Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Since right? July. Oh yeah. For sure. I agree with that. So that that, I would, like, I would, that one I'd rule out. That yeah. So out. I ruled, so we so we played with that for a minute and then ruled that one out. Number two, this is a weird one. Of course, there's like the well, what if water's coming up from underneath, and I really don't have a way to test for that. Unless, uh, well, I do. What I have to do is dry you this do, out completely. Cut out. Yeah, I have to dry this oh. out completely and then see if it gets wet again. And if it does, well, that tells me a lot. But even if it doesn't, I could cut it out, pull it back, and see. Yeah, um, cut that square of carpet out. Is it shag or is it? No, it's like. What kind of pile are you looking at? It's a. <laughs> this is the most like. When I was eight or nine, what the adult men in my life would do when they would talk about carpet is amazing. Um, it's like a What's normal, it's yeah. just a crappy basement carpet. It's not even, a, okay. it's okay. It's fine. It just does whatever mm-hmm. it does. And I, don't, I wouldn't know. I couldn't tell you the kind of pile that it has. Also, the word pile is, or carpet mm-hmm. pile is weird, isn't it? Doesn't it give you the weird. It's really bad. Yeah, it's, like it, it shouldn't be used for carpet for, for how thick your carpet is. Hey, what's the pile? Yeah. <laughs> How thick is your carpet? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe how how thick is your carpet? You don't say how yeah. how thick is the pile on your head, or you know, how's the how's the right. pile on your forearms right. doing? It's weird. <laughs> anyway, so so we kind of ruled that one out. 
or at least for now, that one's on the back burner until we see if it's if this if we dry it out and it stays dry. Mm-hmm. Third thing is there is quite often a little two year old in this house, mm-hmm. and all it would have taken. Do I have one here? No, nope, I don't. But I have these. Uh, sometimes I'll bring down a big um, chicken little. They, they give you the cups they give you when they give you the, your drinks are really great for like reusing them and, and you can mm, fill them with water sure. and stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. I will fill one of those with water on a TMS morning, bring it down here, mm-hmm. have it here just mm-hmm. as here's water for me all day. Now mm-hmm. it's entirely possible. I was trying to think of when I would have done this, but I could have left it out there, set it down on the table that's right before that area, put it, uh, who knows? Or there were water bottles from when my daughter and her friends were watching anime like a week ago. Right, that one just of them got, got left, left over. They car. didn't see it. Right yeah. now, that in that case, I I picture him picking up water bottles or anything full of water and walking over here and just dumping it there. I could see a two year old <laughs> doing that. Yeah, yeah. Now that theory is not unfortunately supported by a. I have a security camera that looks right down this little stretch, mm-hmm. and I <laughs> went back, scrubbed back. It does two weeks of of captures. My. <laughs> I think no sign uh-huh. of a little boy with a thing full of water. Okay. So, so I don't know. That's now. funny. I don't That's know. really funny. It's definitely not pee or sewage or any of that. We, we were sure of that. Uh, the dog. Yeah. The smell, you'd know the smell for sure. On oh, either 100%. Of those. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and if it was that, if it was all dog pee, a, I'd smell mm-hmm. it, but B, it would be, it wouldn't be like this. It'd be a bunch of spots. Yeah. Right. Could, could the dog have knocked over a, uh, bottle of water or something or possible but there's no bottle yeah. there or no cup there oh, but that doesn't sure. mean anything it could have been that kim saw it once and went what's this doing here and just grabbed it and didn't think about it like right right it is the most like we oh whenever there's a house thing you can always mm-hmm. suss it out and find it always mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. can't with this i don't know what to do it, it, we had rain mystery mystery water yeah and someone said well have you had a bunch of rain no i mean we've had a couple of things but nothing any big deal and so when I, I thought of that but like there's no roof leaks there's no water up in the rafters there's no mm-hmm. any of that mm-hmm. and even if there was it would like go down that direction or that direction and there's no hole right there and again the walls are fine there's no dripping on the walls there's no like buckling or or i'm just completely mm-hmm. stumped by it and it's not by mm-hmm. a window at all that's the other thing sounds like yeah, sounds like the right move is um, do do what you're already doing. Uh, baking soda, use the uh, the carpet cleaner to suck up all the moisture. See if it comes back. If it doesn't come back, who knows? Probably a spilled water bottle, something along those lines. Because in ten if years, if it does t- come back, then <clears throat> yeah, then I got to deal. Then I'll have to pull it back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. in ten years, I'll be like Chris Brown going. Remember that carpet thing? That never we never figured out what that was. I'm gonna hate that. <laughs> I'm gonna hate that. I don't right. want to. I don't want to live my whole life not knowing what happened to this carpet. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna scoop you might, this thing. You might have to stack it, file it under uh, fart gas, explosive tip, <laughs> and uh, it's gonna be one of life's unanswered mysteries. That that might be. You know that we talk about like. Oh yeah, you know when you when you die, uh, you go to heaven. You meet Saint Peter at the pearly gates, and and uh, all these theories about what happens. Uh, I think maybe when you die, you basically just get a, a double sided piece of paper with all of the unanswered questions of your life answered. Finally. What was that liquid on the floor? <laughs> what happened to your favorite shirt? Uh, what did that guy say in the parking lot? Yeah, that's right. Then you sign it. And uh, <laughs> you approve it, stamp it, 
notarized and then and then that's it. I'd love to finally know the answer to all these all these questions. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. not? I had another one happen yesterday, but it was with Carter and she corrected me and it, it started to make me think it's maybe just me because she said she was in the back of the car. We did have some music going, so there's a little bit of mm-hmm. distortion. Mm-hmm. And she says Jew destruct or no Jew destructor. And I went, Jew destructor? What is she talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. And I go and I turn around and go, Jew destructor. And her and Kim break out in the loudest laughter you've ever heard. Uh-huh. And it turns out they said, now I don't remember what it was. It was Jeep, something about a car. Oh, okay. Totally innocuous, not even <laughs> not even close to Jew Destructor. Wow. How and- <laughs> curious that the phrase you hear is Jew Destructor. Hmm. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I don't, I don't think it might be me and it's been me the whole time. I just hear stuff wrong. I don't yeah. know. It's not a bad hearing thing. My brain interprets sounds and words. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a bad comprehension thing, or a <laughs> yeah, something. Something's getting translated bad. But anyway, yeah. So that's my story. If anyone at home, any of you that's patrons, funny. have any idea what you think it is, any carpet experts, flood experts, whatever, mm-hmm. um, let me know. Because so far, like today, this morning, it's it's still out there, kind of in soak up mode before I do the thing, mm-hmm. and it's already a lot drier there's no new water it's just okay. it right. smells better sign. like everything smells less mildewy not mildewy but whatever that's and the uh, and and the color you know even though there's no odor i'm certainly not expecting you're going to taste it but the um <laughs> the water doesn't it's not a different color like in a, like a giveaway a giveaway color like um kool-aid red or or oh, right. juice or something like that right or even darker or lighter yeah none of that it's just yeah it's okay. just a pure right. clear uh you put your hand in it pull your hand up and you got like glistening whatever and it's and you can wipe mm-hmm. it on like a white cloth and it's just looks it's water it's clear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so okay. it makes me think i mean i could be wrong i still think mm-hmm. something with the boy the boy not that he's you know he's not like a turd and goes around and dumps water on things but he's young right. and doesn't know stuff and He's not going to tell me like when he comes back up and sometimes he goes downstairs and we're like, oh, he went downstairs again. Somebody go watch him. We'll go watch him. And he's usually Mm -hmm. playing with his toys and saying dinosaur over and over. And (laughs) sometimes maybe he goes over there and dumps a half a gallon of water. But then I don't have video proof of it. So I don't know. Maybe there's a toy he has that has water in it. Like, um, you know, some sort of super, not super soaker, but it's like something along those lines that, that, just some toy that he likes playing with that somehow has water in it, and he yeah. was playing with it down there, and some of the water got out. Could have been. It's just a lot. I don't know. That's it's just weird. So, yeah. it's so much water that I, I just can't freaking figure it out. All right, the mystery continues. Let's dive into. Uh, uh, we haven't done this for a while, so we're going to review some some app slappers. Listen to this, everybody. Oh, is your coffee weird? What happened there? I get to the bottom of the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> app slappy. Um, <laughs> What's in there? And. Uh, the co- coffee grounds, a lot of them. Oh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. This came from uh, Rustic Bakery, Organic Fine Foods and Baked Goods, and uh, where the, that's the camera. You're not going there anymore. Well, I'm not because it's we don't have them in Colorado. But yeah, now I got a mouthful of yeah. Oh, that's gross. That's the bitterest pill. Right there, you don't want that. It is exactly, yeah. And I don't have anything else to drink in here. <laughs> have any I mean, water or nothing? Faucet. There's faucet water. <laughs> I could get some. I get some faucet water, but I got to move my entire table to do it. Uh, well, all right. What so you gonna just you just gonna man through? Here? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some water. You keep talking because right. I can still. I'll be able to hear you no matter where oh, I yeah, go. Yeah, that's true. Wherever you go, you're gonna hear me. All right, go do that. Yes. So we haven't done app slapping in a while, everybody. We're gonna do it today. Um, I have been 
a bit of a, on a bit of a tear in the Apple uh, arcade lineup store because it turns out there's a bunch of new like pretty great games being launched in there recently, and I'm super into them. Now, all of you at home, Apple or Android users, uh, have probably seen, heard of, or played at least once an old uh, endless runner called Temple Run. And you're going to say, Scott, wait a minute. Please tell me you didn't play Temple Run and, and you think it's worthy of discussion here or recommendation. Temple Temple Run Plus. Yeah, Temple Run Plus. <laughs> uh, no, it's actually not that. Uh, here's what it is. It's kind of weird. I don't know why it exists. It doesn't need to be based around Temple Run, but it is. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Temple Run Puzzle Adventure. And it just hit, uh, is out now. I'll play a little video for the chat at home here. And uh, it's a match three game. There are a few of these now that are like, you know, full blown match three games, not remakes of old games like the cat one. Uh, what was the cat one mm-hmm. that we liked quite a bit? Uh, yeah. Jerry, uh, Jerry and his cat or whatever. something story. It's based on Simon's cat. And what was it called? Simon's cat and the and the Simon's cat story or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the fresh. The fresh monkey of Bel Air. The fresh, the fresh uh, turd. Yeah, the French turd. And the store tale of the French turd. There it is. We found it. So um, these games already exist on the store. That one's less match three and more like stuff is clumped up, make them disappear kind of game. Okay. Um, there was a recent zoo one, kind of an eight bit looking, kind of Minecrafty zoo zoo looking one where you ran a zoo and you did puzzles to earn new stuff in the zoo, and that one was mm-hmm. also quite good. Well, along comes this Temple Run thing. I'm like, what is this? This is probably bad. I'm going to download it and just give it a shot because Temple Run, who cares anymore about Temple Run? Downloaded it and got completely hooked on Temple Run Puzzle Adventure. It's a very, very good one of those. If you're looking for like a like the mechanics of the match three part of it, top notch, mm-hmm. as good as they get. If you like matching three gems up or more and uh, doing cool combos and crazy shit and trying to clear all the stuff out and not having a single microtransaction, then this game is great and again the temple run part of it is not important because you never run anywhere it's just um, every time you get a star when you go back out to the overworld she she runs an extra little bit of space but you're not controlling that you control that by how well you did in the puzzle oh okay oh really so it's not just she's running to the next puzzle it's yeah, she's running. Sometimes it's just running for running sake. Sometimes there is. Like right now in this video, she's on a crank. And to turn this crank, you need to do about three or four puzzles to get that crank all the way turned. And that opens a giant door. And then she finds treasure. So there's like this stuff happening as a result of your puzzle clearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the game really does just come down. It boils down to clear t- a ton of puzzles and be smart about it and it's tactical and don't use up all your turns or you'd have to try it again and there's boosters and all that stuff and again none of it tied to currencies or run yeah oh Oh, microtransactions yeah so um that's cool because uh you know i love these games and that does tend to be the trend is that you find them and they're not an apple arcade and so that means they are going to be laden with well if you buy three dollars and 99 cents worth of crystals you can bypass all of these or you can play an extra turn or something like that yeah um so the fact that this is a genre that I like that doesn't that doesn't succumb to the the transaction EBS yeah. um, I really like. Yeah, I also like playing it on my desktop and having those saves carry over and I can move back oh, to my phone that's cool. and my iPad yeah. and whatever because all that stuff's connected. Use controller if you need to, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. all the benefits of it being on that store are there. But it's also just like a throwback to a very classic Bejeweled kind of 
game mm-hmm. that, that never really gets old if you're, you know, I mean, we've all played match threes to death. I understand that. I've been playing Bejeweled since I had my Palm Pilot 2 or whatever, however long ago that was. Um, yeah. But it's still it's still just a really venerable um, game type, and it's fun. It's fun to play. It's fun to rip through and, and do really well on one or have a bunch of chain reactions and have a workout or whatever. Um, yeah. But at the same time, yes, you could look at it and go, oh, all right, this is like all the rest of them. I mean, I guess you could say that, but it's a good one sure. of them if you like to... Like you yeah, can go if play, it's executed well. Yeah, play Candy Crush if you want, but you're gonna go. They're gonna try to make you go broke if you do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, how are so the 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 version or the um, demo video that I'm watching right now? They're playing with a cursor, and it's like click on that gem, and then click on the one next to it, and then they swap. You can do swipe, like you you don't have to do. Oh yeah, tap, totally. Tap to, totally. Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah. So that's just probably somebody doing desktop. To, yeah. the desktop and even click, if you do the desktop version. you can i did i tried it there and you can still move them you can drag the yeah. okay so i cool. think it's just down no this preference. is good this is the kind of thing i like yeah i figured you'd like this because i know you're you know you're, you're a fan of it and they get pretty I do creative like, i do like it. the match three they get creative with it they have a lot of wacky stuff you got to try to pull off and again i understand you now some people are going to see this and go been there done that a thousand times i i know but if you like it then this is one of those, and it's good. What they need to do is make a proper um, uh, uh, what was that old thing called? Uh, puzzle quest. They make a puzzle quest on here. Oh yeah, yeah. And I know they're like you know some games that are like that, Gems of War, but that has micro stuff, and um, mm-hmm. two is never any good. I want like a good old fat. The Marvel one's good. That's a pretty good game, but again, yeah. they want you to pay money. So uh anyway it's very cool go check it out again uh temple run puzzle adventure available on apple arcade and i don't think anywhere else yet like in terms of other platforms certainly not android because that's the deal but uh there's no no steam version or anything like that it's just kind of a phone game and i like cool. it Ooh, I'll, I'll bet you this asphalt 8 airborne plus is great with the uh, backbone i didn't bring my backbone on this trip but i should have oh yeah that game is very game good with the backbone. With as soon as i see a racing game in there i'm like oh backbone time we're gonna try that out yeah exactly <laughs> All right, Brian, what did you mess okay. with this week? Um, this week, basically, because we haven't done Napslappy in a long time, I'm finally going to officially, officially, officially talk about the thing that I've been playing for the last uh, few weeks, which is um, Marvel Future Revolution. Mm. I've, I've, I've maybe mentioned, I mentioned it once or twice on the show. Um, you and I, I think, have both talked about it. But, uh, hey, what do you know? A Marvel game and Brian's going to recommend it. Whoa. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> how novel. Yeah. Anyway, so this is um, an MMO kind of in the lines of um, the old uh, PS2 Marvel Ultimate Alliance and, and things like that. However, um, it is for an, for an arcade game or for a, uh, not Apple Arcade, for a mobile game, it is ridiculously deep, ridiculously uh um, uh, robust as far as the different ways you can play. There's a campaign. Oh, basically, you've got your choice of eight Marvel heroes to, to pick from. Uh, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Storm, Star-Lord, and... I saw oh, I forget. Rocket Raccoon's in the beginning of this thing, but do you play him? Yeah. No, he's non-playable okay. uh, as of yet. Because um, they do, they do seem to have some characters that show up but are not necessarily playable yet. But yeah, I can't remember who the who the eighth one is. But um, oh, Doctor, did you so say Doctor you, Strange or no? Maybe you did. 
I think I started with Doctor Strange because oh, okay. he's my main. My main is Doctor Strange. That's uh, um, like, uh, Liam O'Brien every time he talks. By the way, I know it's great. Well, I have sound off, but when I had it on, that's so cool. I had no idea until you told me that. Um, Pretty cool. So, uh, so there's a, a campaign. You take your your hero through the campaign, and you go through uh, all of these different areas. The storyline behind it is based on the Marvel Convergence storyline that was several years ago, where different universes. The Earths from different universes were colliding into each other. And in some cases, you'd get one destroying the other, um, or you'd get a, an amalgamation of those two universes. And that's mostly what you're seeing here. Mm-hmm. You're seeing um, New Stark City, which is a kind of a New York City, Manhattan, mixed with future Stark technology kind of looking stuff. Sure. You've got the Hydra Empire, which, as you can guess, is you know Red Skull and his his Hydra uh, army and stuff like that. You've got um, one that's based on Xandar from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Sakaar where uh, Savage Hulk, or the Hulk, um, Planet Hulk, I think was uh, Sakaar. Um, Midgardia, which is kind of like, as you can guess, like a Thor kind of thing. Sure. And uh, so you've got that campaign and you're, you're basically right now level cap is 100, you're working towards that 100. But you've got a couple extra character slots, and you can pick other characters and play them through the same campaign. There is an autoplay, so you don't have to do the campaign over and over and over again. Um, it's kind of, you know, you just basically say, yeah, play it. You might need to step in when there's like a mini boss or, or something like that to kind of keep your character from dying. But um, you're, you're learning skills, you're applying points to those skills. Um, like if we do the WoW analogy, um, you know, you're you're working on. You've got four uh, armor slots: head, chest, uh, legs, and hands. And then you've got um, gems you can put in those. You've got these things called battle badges to to help with that sort of thing. If if there's one complaint I have about the game, it's that they've almost got too many different kinds of currencies and ways to level up your characters. So before you get your mind wrapped around all of it, it's like. Now wait, do I boost that with an Omega card, or do I boost that with a Battle Badge, or, or whatever? That's yeah, sort of that thing. stuff that can get so overwhelming in these mobile games when they start adding I'm, like ten currencies. Yeah, tries me I'm crazy. guessing that um, a future version, like basically at some point, they're going to do kind of a squish and say, "All right, we've made this one area cover three different former ways of of um, upgrading your character." Yeah. Um, the other benefit of the the multiple characters deal is that um, as you level those secondary and third characters, your alts, it actually helps with your squad level, which is your overall character level. So it even helps your main. It's like saying, oh yeah, I main a, um, a warrior in World of Warcraft, but I also have a mage and a demon hunter. And as you get those other characters leveled, they level up your, your main warrior as well. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so you, so oh, I see. That's interesting. That's actually a really it's great a, way to to you know motivate you to want to play multiple characters. That's great. It it does, and it helps those alts because all right, you take your your main character, get them up to a really high level. All of a sudden, the alts you're starting off with aren't starting at zero. They're starting with a enough power to to get them through a lot of the campaign without having to do any augmentation. Sure. Um, now, where the game really, um, really shines is the different ways you can play. And again, if I do um, analogies comparing it to World of Warcraft, there are uh, instances like uh, uh, dungeons, 
There are raids where you're fighting kind of multiple bosses as a team. Um, it'll automatically pair you up with people about the same level to do raids and special operations and things like that. There's one-on-one -on -one PvP, there's group PvP in arena style, and there's even something that is kind of, if I were to compare it, it's kind of like a Torghast, um, but you can't solo it. You do need a team, but you're basically going through one of these levels, clearing trash, and um, uh, and then mini-bosses for, um, for better gear. You don't get... The great thing about Torghast is little augmentations you get along the way, and unfortunately, you don't get those. But right, um, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't um, about the journey; it was about the augmentations we found along the way. <laughs> found along the way, exactly. Um, you, you, this thing is generous with the the gems, right? So there are microtransactions, and you may be tempted to pick one or two up here and there. I've, I've picked up a couple, but certainly haven't spent money in this game like I used to over in. Um, Marvel Strike Force or any of those back in the day. Yeah. But um, this game is super generous with the gems. And even just going through the campaign, you're going to unlock enough gems to give you enough slots to to alt every character. Um, so you'll have eight slots and you can just play one of each character and see which ones you like. They're adding new characters of the game. The next one that's coming up is um, Magic. Uh, Ilyana Rasputin. Oh. Uh, Colossus's yeah. little sister. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, uh it's uh you know so when when she comes out everyone's going to be pulling up alts you know creating alts of of hers um and you can even you know you can even like oh, i'm letting, getting low on gold i'm just going to park my character in a, in an area where where enemies spawn and leave it overnight and come back the next morning and have a, another 100,000 gold <laughs> oh wow that's cool a yeah. little, little yeah. idle uh, idle not clicker but you know let it let it accumulate let it auto play yeah let it auto play and, and beat the crap out of uh, um, <laughs> enemies for, for that sort of thing sure um, you know you've got transmogging in here you can make even though your Doctor Strange is is, is uh, and all of the I should say all the costumes are based on different um, or the armor sets I should say but they call them costumes are based on um comic series from marvel's history so you've got you know where your captain marvel can look like ms marvel or binary <clears throat> or um pre uh carol danvers or things like that sure and so that's um, pretty cool i like that it's cool yeah the doctor strange looks are great there's you know that that old 1602 comic where um oh. i think it was neil gaiman who did that love that and had yeah. old versions of all the characters yeah, I, lo I love his 1602 like uh old um steampunk uh alchemist kind of look so that's what i had on him for a while enormous but then you can enormous even... fan of that run i loved reading that it was yeah so good it's so cool and you can even and you can transmog so you can have him his actual armor be a really good one but then transmog him into anything that you've collected whether or not you still have it whether or not you've gotten rid of it sold it or or dismantled uh, dismantled it for parts yeah no that's cool um it's it is a i mean yeah the no the modes are probably maybe it's it's greatest uh advantage and maybe it's even its greatest flaw is that there are too many i'm looking at it so between Blitz and special operations and battle challenge and raid and then your Omega War Dimension Duel Dark Zone. There, there, in the campaign, you've got about ten different nodes you can play or modes mm. you can play. You don't mm. have to, but yeah. you know if you if you go into each one once a day, then you earn some more gems by completing 
daily quests and things like that. That's cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I played a bunch of this as well. I will admit the currency stuff got a little overwhelming, but they always do yeah. in these games. Yeah. Um, it's developed by Netmarble, who is a, a Korean developer. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is interesting in the re- in the in the in the way that um, big IPs like this now are now mm-hmm. being made in uh, Korea. Some Chinese developers, that sort of stuff, seems to be like the hot new thing. Instead of giving it to EA or giving it to some other, you know, yeah. established American developer or publisher, they're going overseas with this stuff, and they're getting—I don't know if it's good or bad—but they're getting way more for their money, like in the development mm-hmm. costs. Um, but I think this looks really good for a game. It's great. Yeah, it's it's, it's real really cool. robust, and I think that's what what um, it doesn't feel like a mobile game. Um, there's limited controller support. You can control your character, but there are. You know, you've got like six or seven different attacks you can do with cooldowns. So you could map those. Eventually, if they do bring out more controller support, you could map those to the, you know, your four uh, buttons and then your your shoulder buttons and things like that. Right. Um, Kevin Chu, you know, brings up, yeah, it becomes a job and forces you to play when you don't want to. I can see that happening with this. That's absolutely what happened with marvel strike force but for that it felt like you're just not going to progress unless you get in there and do these 14 daily tasks every day for um for things to boost your character here uh i don't feel like i need to do it to to boost my character oh that's um i maybe i maybe go in and, and do you know half an hour worth of stuff in the morning maybe let it sit while i'm having lunch and let it battle stuff out and and that sure. that sort of thing so sure yeah, it seems yeah. that seems cool. I would when I was playing it, I kept feeling like just put this game on a on a PC, man. Like, yes, or a desktop or yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. that's what you mean, a PC. Yeah, but consoles. What the console would be? Would know, be great good too. As well. Yeah. Like I don't know why they don't. I mean, even if they're still free to play, and even if they're still full of you know this transactional stuff, so what? It's not a mobile. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like I would actually mm-hmm. play this more in that format. I think because I don't love controlling a game with this much stuff going on. Without yeah. full controller support, uh, the screen stuff can drive you nuts after a while. For sure, for uh, sure. Anyway, um, Boy, especially in of, some of the what's that? I was going to say there's a, there's a lot of uh, what's his name? Um, I can't think of his name. Bad guy, uh, giant head, little feet. What's his name? Oh, Modok. Modok. Modok's uh, pretty prominent in the early levels of the game. The um, he's one of your big bads in uh, Hydra. Even though he's an aim guy, he's you know, aim and hydra. He's he's pretty prominent in that uh, part of the game. So yeah. it's always an um, interesting choice. It feels like he comes up more more often these days than usual. Maybe it's because of the TV show and they want to. I think because of the TV show, yeah. and uh, for a while there was even going to be a. Um, oh no no never mind they put him into the the Marvel the EA Marvel Avengers game oh, I was thinking right. there was going to be some some other game with him but it was that well, that was the one that I was seeing clips from. Yeah, well, it's a really cool uh, thing. Unreal Engine 2, which is nice. Unreal Engine 4, yeah. I should say, not 2. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Get it. It's out and available freely for Android and iOS users alike. Uh, again, Marvel, Marvel Future Revolution. Yes. Um, I start to forget which name is what game. but that's. I right. know, I know, because a lot of them start sounding the same. Yeah. There's Future Fight and Future Revolution and Contest of Champions <laughs> and Strike Force and... It's a little much after a it while. It is a little much. Marvel Marvel doesn't seem to have any problem uh, selling its IP to uh, game developers, no. different game developers. But man, I can't wait for 
the Guardians of the Galaxy game. I can't wait for the um, the Wolverine game that got announced. Yeah, I'm legit excited about both of those, and I'm I, I'm still yeah. a little nervous about the Guardians game. But the more I see it, the more I want to play it. I'm pretty pretty yeah. stoked. Um, so yeah, keep it up, Marvel, with your cool games to play. Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> we're gonna answer some questions. Whoops, where'd it go? There it is. You see. That's what you call a loaded question. Quick questions from the chat room. I still have some left over that we're going to read from last time. So uh, enjoy these for the next 10 minutes or so. Matthew Murphy wrote in, said, are there any any video game, book, or movie genres that do nothing for you? I know, Brian. Oh, did we do that one? This one I think we did, yeah. Hold on. Because he brought up the yokel humor, and I remember us talking about... Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah. How westerns, you know, there's exceptions, but... uh, yeah, I left that one in there. Okay, let me do a real new one here. Is Brian still watching Modoc? Oh, this is an older question, so. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, you watched yeah, it, though, I'm, right? Did you finish not. it? Oh, no, you're not. I stopped. I, I got four or five episodes in and was like, yeah, I love Pat Oswalt. And, of course, I love the character Modoc and the, the robot chicken style. But the humor just wasn't wasn't doing it for me. It just wasn't funny. Well, that needs I'm, to kind be, of, I'm so bummed about that because I really wanted to like it for it, obvious reasons. It really needs to be funny or else what, what are we even doing, right? Yeah, exactly. There's no point to the damn thing. Um, <clears throat> all right, that was Tom who asked that question, Tom Gilland. Uh, we got here one here from Samuel Thorrington who says, Scott says he's been reading a lot of comics. What is the favorite thing you've read recently? Brian, have you heard of or have you heard any comics lately? Oh, I think he means <laughs> read. I think heard is supposed to be read. Yeah, probably read any comics lately. Yeah. Um, well, let's start with you. Are you? Uh, I, I know everyone knows I've been reading like crazy, but what's your what's your comic consumption been like? I have downloaded the um, with Marvel Unlimited. Downloaded some early issues of the Hellfire Gala stuff, but I haven't read any of it yet. But mm. um, maybe on the plane tonight, actually, that might be good. Yeah, that that uh, planes some, are get perfect. Some comic reading in. Yeah, a plane mm-hmm. a plane ride is. I don't. I can't think of a more perfect comic time than that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if I can find the name of the one I'm reading right now because I really recommend it. Uh, here it is. Uh, okay, there is a new limited series out on DC Infinite, their app, uh, from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, who famously did the uh, the new Fifty Two and and beyond stuff mm-hmm. that was going on with Batman during that transition and they've been collaborating on a whole bunch of titles since they're 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 kind of a killer team team up when it comes to especially batman stuff and scott snyder right now is one of the best writers in comics but anyway he wrote this uh this story called batman last night on earth it's a limited series it's under the black dc black label which means you know they can be a little more adult in some contexts than your normal comic uh can be so a couple mm-hmm. of swears or whatever a little more violent a little bloodier or whatever um, it's really good. The best way to describe it is Batman gets in a, I'll put, I'll, I'll sum it up in a way that doesn't spoil anything, but he's basically in a fight. That fight ends badly. He wakes up in a hospital with what appears to be someone, someone somebody knocking on my door. Oh, you keep talking. Yeah, go ahead. No mint for pillow. They'll say mint for pillow. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So Brian's getting his door. Let's see if we can hear it. Actually, listen, <laughs> you'll be able to hear it. Cause I have my, yeah, you got your earbuds on. Hi. Yep. Thank you. Oh, they, they were they they were there for turn down and everything. Yeah, they were. It's like no, I still have till eleven to check out yet. Yeah, yeah get out of here, uh, lady. 
Uh, so anyway, uh, it's called or no. So my point was, oh, so Batman's in this fight. It goes poorly. He wakes up with a doctor who looks like the Joker but isn't, and then a bunch of people in a hospital who look like the Penguin and all these other people, but they're not, or at least you think they're not. And so you're like, is he going crazy? Is he dreaming this? Is he dead? He finds a lantern with the Joker's head in it. Uh, if this sounds Ooh. weird, it's because it is, and uh, it gets real interesting, and I'm loving it. I'm on issue, f- I mean, le- second to last issue, but it's very good. Oh, wow. Okay. Batman, Last Night on Earth, definitely worth checking out. Very cool. Checking out, get it, because you're in a hotel. Get it, check it checking out. Checking out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't remind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Believe when I'm damn ready. <laughs> All right, how about this one? Uh what was the hardest challenge you guys faced to build your careers? How did you overcome it? Ooh, a serious one from RDP five zero five zero zero eight. What would you say to that? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, is figuring out the balance um, because when you're starting doing this stuff, you either take a very expensive leap and give up everything else to to devote your time to it, or you try and balance it with the things that you need to do to make money. So in our cases, you know, continuing to work with uh, freelance or work at a work at a job in my case um, and do podcasting at night and then there's the other balance of, of family versus hobby versus something you want to turn into a career mm-hmm. and if you don't have a great support structure um, like Scott and I had and, and like a lot of relationships have then um, uh, you could jeopardize one or, or both of your you know those things your family life or your hobby or your your work so right um yeah it's i would agree with that that's a really good one um the other thing i would say is also just time balancing uh when you when you're suddenly working for yourself you think that your 24 hours means that you can do everything all day and keep adding to it and you Mm -hmm. can you can create a little bit of burnout for yourself if you're not if you're not careful because you're kind of you know you're now working without someone who's telling you what to do and it turns out you're kind of your own worst boss because you're you sort of make yourself think you can do a bunch of stuff that you really you should just have a better life work balance that has been really hard for me to do to this day i still struggle with it like i just have too many projects too many things too many too much totally yeah i want to do and in any other work balance within the balance yeah (laughs) yeah get balance in the balance baby Here's a question from Chad Hatcher, who says, have you tried tripe and Brian should have Irish white pudding instead of black pudding? I've never had tripe nor either of those two puddings. I've never had. I don't think I've ever had tripe either. Um, I had. Listen, Irish breakfast includes both black and white pudding. And um, I think both Tina and I liked the white better. She tried the black and wouldn't even (laughs) she wouldn't go back. (laughs) (laughs) once you've had black pudding Um, uh, but I would still with Irish breakfast I'd still have uh, white pudding with as well or uh, yeah I'd have both and I'd still have the black pudding even though I think I ended up preferring the the white your your once you go black pudding you never go back pudding Uh, yes exactly it it took a a while to sink in I'm finally finally like oh I get it now you see exactly I get it Uh, tripe okay so tripe is described or is uh, defined as a type of edible lining from the stomachs of various farm animals most tripe is from cattle pigs and sheep Uh, no no I don't want that I really don't want that yeah no thank you no I'm good I'm trying to see if there's uh, 
There's a lot of dishes with tripe. I guess it's uh, perfectly acceptable to many cultures and food folks, but not me, man. Oh, yeah. look at this. This is uh, you can get a related dish called taco tacos de tripa, which is Mexican tacos filled with soft or crunchy fried small intestines. Mm. Ooh, yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, not really into stomach contents and intestines. That's those all. Those all seem to come from a time where people really had to scrounge for to stay alive. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And now that we have uh, a Shake Shack on every corner, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we don't need we don't need tripe. Yeah. Yeah. That's true in the chat. I I may have had it in China, not known. They gave me all sorts of stuff. Didn't tell me what it yeah. was. Yeah. But I, and I think I may have even had it. There's that place, Tacos El Gordo in las vegas and you know you can get your beef and your pork and stuff like that but they also have like great lengua which is tongue oh, um, yeah. which yeah. is great and tender and i know they have a tripa as well i might have tried i might have tried that based on james and svet's recommendations Ugh, tongue though i can't yeah. i know it's good that's the thing i know tongue can be good yeah blah blah well just the well, idea Scott, you you get tongue in your mouth all the time. Oh. <laughs> it's in there now. It's in there right now. <laughs> exactly. Oh my lord. No, I meant I meant besides oh. your own. Oh. Tongue. it's not your own tongue. Oh well, my dog and I uh. get along. I have a dog. <laughs> we very, have a very close relationship. Very affectionate. This animal, I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for your questions. We'll uh, we'll have more next time, and uh, probably Dan next week. I think he'll be around. Uh, yeah, I think so. Actually, wait. Next week would be a playdate week, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. Don't we have we set something up? Did we uh, say it's Friday? Crap, I don't remember now what we did. I know we talked with uh, Monica about that. Let me look really quick. While yeah, we're... if you have that handy, I don't seem to see it. Um, but yeah, um, I think we're doing playdate, and I don't remember October first. Okay, is that a Saturday or Friday? That is, oh God, you need me to find everything out? <laughs> hey, Brian, can you look all things up and then say them quick? And, uh, uh, it's a Friday. It is Friday. It's this coming Friday. Okay. It is, um, yep. So Friday at two, uh, that's what we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that is it for the show. <clears throat> Claire's already asking for Among Us. Yeah, we could probably play Among Us. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't. We haven't done that uh, <clears throat> at least one. Yeah, we skipped uh, at least one. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll definitely yep. do that. Uh, thank you, thank you all for your support and being here, and also this weird time of day. Uh, thanks for letting us sort of make do a little makeup for you uh, this weekend, and we'll be back tomorrow. Brian will be home. We'll uh, be back to the normie norm of uh, the usual right. production. So come back. I will for be all exhausted that. tomorrow, but tomorrow morning, but I will be here. Yeah, you'll do it. I've seen you in some pretty yeah. tired states, and he still shows up, man. That's what he does. That's right, exactly. Count on Brian is what I always say. Uh, all right, let's get out of here, though. You bring a little uh, song for the tail end of things here. I did. Uh, this is a request. Oh, I just closed the window. Dang it. Oh, shoot. Hold on. History. I bet I can just pull it up in history. Yeah. No. Should be able to. Uh, yeah. One would think. Uh, one would think. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, you never know, but one would think. I'm sure it's the best talk, thing ever. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> hey. So, Here we go. Oh, he got it. Did you find it? I found it. All right. All right. Um, anyway, back to what I was saying as I pull up my list here. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because it's hello. It's by the. It's by Lionel Richie. Hello. Hello. It's me. Um, yeah. And it's going out to. There it is, right there. Stovetop Steve says I recently heard 
the most boring song in the world on the radio. But it was so beautifully sung by Lionel Richie that I didn't change the station. I didn't realize I was a fan, but here we are. Uh, on any available day, please play the most non-boring cover related to the Commodores or Lionel Richie. I'm so glad he asked me to play a non-boring one because, yes, I totally will. Yeah. Um, this is great. This is a longtime favorite of uh, us on the show. Me first in the Gimme Gimmies. They do a fantastic cover of Hello by Lionel Richie. And they even add a little something at the end uh, for, you know, it's kind of like a little stinger at the end of the song. So I hope you enjoy it. Here are Me First in the Gimme Gimmies and their cover of Hello. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Thanks, uh, everybody, for being here. Now it's me who's scrambling for his thing. There it is. Okay, I found it. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for watching, listening, and hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. What kind of a deal? What kind of a deal? Yeah, what kind of a deal? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.